Yeah. Y'all ready? <coughs> I'm ready. Let's do this. Okay. We apologize in advance for this. <laughs> yeah. I- <laughs> To the Catholic Nerds Podcast, your master source for quality Catholic nerdery. This is Scott. And Colby. And Mary. And Cody. And tonight we are welcoming special guest Eric Dumont. Eric, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, There should be some cheering. Golf clap going up. But then post. That's right. We'll add that in. So, Eric is... Oh, my wife is just coming to me with a lizard in her fingers. Thank you. <laughs> we interrupt our regular schedule. <laughs> another special guest tonight, Gecko. So, Eric... Eric is he is, here to save us money on our car? <coughs> yeah, he, be, he dang well better be. <laughs> um, Eric is... Um, you can find him on YouTube at Press C to Start, um, and I'll provide the link to that in the show notes. Eric, do you want to tell us a little bit about, um, we have him on as our Catholic video gaming expert, which I know everybody chagrins, or nobody really wants to be called an expert on video games, but I, you're, compared to me, you definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will take the title um, as a as a working title, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> always, always room for improvement. Yeah, I mean, I, I and I, I just kind of started my show too. Um, I started it back in August, but the premise is uh, having a Catholic game reviewer uh, or a game reviewer from a Catholic perspective. So um, I, I'm not a theologian or anything like that. So I. Try not to delve into too much, like stuff that'll go over my head <laughs> in, the, in the show. But but what I like to do is um, I I not only have the game review telling telling people about how good the game is, but the the last section of my my um, reviews I have like a a parents guide where I point out things in the game that parents might or I I would definitely say that parents need to know. About these I think that's, games, that's you know, awesome and much appreciated. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there, there's so many things. I mean, even growing up, I've I've played quite a an array of things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some um, you may be more or less proud of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, as much as it it's um, kind of out there, the the Resident Evil series is oh, is yeah. by far my favorite games. Whoa, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I don't. It's it's not so much the creepiness. It's it's um, the the suspense the the drama of the characters. It's the um, the action, of course, since uh, the fourth installment of the game or fourth installment of the series. But yeah, it, those are things that you uh, I, I would say that parents shouldn't be exposing their kids to. So <laughs> it, as much as I was, right, right, um, right. Do you have like different criteria, like like four out of five scale and the different criteria? Yeah. So yeah, what I'm what I'm um, gearing it up as, um, I'm giving uh, or I'm separating the uh, <coughs> gameplay and mechanics from the the parental stuff. Uh, I'm kind of taking a. Um, do you know St- uh, Stephen Gradanus? 
Yes, and his yeah. decent films. Yeah, so, that's who I I looked up his Frozen Two review yeah. before letting my little girl go see it. Yeah, and uh, so I'm kind of taking that approach to this the uh, parents' guide is saying like is is this spiritually positive, negative, or neutral? You know, that's awesome. I think that's you're good. really filling a, a a need there. So yeah. we definitely want to promote your channel and you as much as we can. Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't have a whole lot right now. All I have is I have one review, and that's on The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Which um, was awesome, by the way. It, yeah, yes, yes. I got you. to watch your review. It was fantastic. Thank you, thank uh, you. It inspired me to want to go play it again, so I have to go get the <laughs> Switch from my brother yeah. again and borrow it and go through it again. Yeah, and then nice. totally looking forward to Breath of the Wild 2 when that comes out, too. Mm-hmm. Um and, and then uh, the couple other videos that I have are, I, I'm doing a Let's Play series on uh, Super Mario RPG, which was for the Super Nintendo. Awesome. And I, I was actually, I actually finished the video for my next episode today. I just have to, once once we're done here, I have to render it overnight. That'll take like eight hours. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these, those uh, rendering videos video is, uh, how long is it? I think it's like 28 minutes long, something like that. Um, I put a bunch of different animations and stuff in it as well. Mm. Um, I'm trying to find my artistic voice in these as well. So it's like I'm still growing. And mm. um, well, in your day job, I'm sure helps with that. Your yeah. um, traffic manager, Ave Maria Radio. Yeah. Um, do you want to give us a little insight on that or? Yeah. So, uh, which being, sounds awesome to be yeah. involved in that. <laughs> so, so I don't, I don't direct traffic. I don't stand outside the studio and, and uh, where, where tell an people where to park. Could have yeah. fooled us. That's immediately what came to my mind. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, no the uh, an orange vest. <laughs> you shall not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sure you could go off on the Tolkien references there, Scott. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I do enjoy but, uh, some Tolkien references. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, being a traffic manager, um, for for any media um, place of business, like television or radio, traffic is the person who does the scheduling for the shows and, like, the um, automated logs for every day, you know, kind of thing, the, for the computer system to... to um, play the commercials and things like that. Um, gotcha. I work closely with the sales staff. When they sell a commercial spot, then I uh, put it on the ra- or I put it in the rotation of all that stuff. Um, most of most of the stuff dealing with traffic is kind of uh, mundane. It's very routine. It's pretty easy stuff. Um, you, but you were saying that you handle like the soundboard for some of yeah. the shows we love, right? As, as as I like to call myself, I'm I'm. I'm a hat rack, I guess. <laughs> I, I wear many hats at the at, at the station. I'm not only the traffic manager. I also do the shipping and stuff for our online store. I audio edit for Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck. I run the soundboards <laughs> for the um, uh, all all the different shows we have. So uh, the doctor is in uh, the pop checks with more to life. Uh, I love the pop checks. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're they're awesome. And uh, uh, Teresa Tamio with Catholic Connection, and and then I also call screen for when the produ- when the uh, producers are actually running the boards. So, sure, that's fun. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any uh, <laughs> crazy uh, any stories? Training stories? You sure? Oh yeah. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not stalker stuff. But like my my first experience with call screening, like like day two of being <laughs> of working there two years. <laughs> when I started two years ago. Um, this this lady calls up from California, I think. Um, is that where Bishop Barron is? Yes. Right, California. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he was a man. Poor oh, guy. Yeah. I think he is. I, yeah, I, I just can't remember. Um, wow. Wherever he's from, this lady was calling up like frantic that she couldn't get a hold of Bishop Barron, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how to help you with that, ma'am. <laughs> Well, put me so through I, to the president. <laughs> right, right. Because yeah. you have all those connections, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. So, especially being, you know, two days in, still <laughs> still green. And, uh, yeah. So it was like, like, I didn't know what to do. She was, she had some kind of really, like, some kind of issue, like, dealing with it. She wasn't just, like, angry or anything. She just had something going on that <laughs> was pretty uh, um, epic. Yeah. <laughs> Epic in the uh, kind of more negative sense, I guess. Um, but yeah, it, I just I had didn't know what else to do, so I just like prayed with her and said, uh, "Sorry, I couldn't help you with with that any more than that." So uh, I only hope she got what she needed eventually. But I just leave that up to the providence of uh, providence of God there. Um, that's that's yeah. cool to think about that, that that really is a very special ministry the call yeah. screener yeah mm-hmm. and then and then it's you know weeding out the people who uh who just want to you know get a raise on or a rise on you mm-hmm. do you have any people that come in in sheep's clothing and you know like oh, yeah. all there's, nice and then yeah there's there's this particular guy and i don't know if i want to say his name only because um well, then, then again, I want people to know about him. There's you can guy. say his name while coughing. That usually yeah. is good. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, no, um, we'll, we'll, we'll mute it out before we uh, release the show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's this guy who, who his, I, I don't know his real name, but he calls up. He'll have a, like, a legitimate question. And then as soon as he gets on air, and then he starts talking about this person named Doug, Doug Sattel, who has a YouTube channel um, talking about, like, it's like some kind of political thing with like end of the world kind of stuff yeah. on top of that. But it's like he, he he hasn't called in a while, but he called so often at one point we have a blacklist now. Wow. Um, <laughs> like we didn't we we never needed one before and now it's he, he started this whole thing, so So how often do you have to stop people from going on air versus you kinda keep your finger on the button when you when you set them free? Um, yeah, it's, we, we have a, uh, a delay. So if, if somebody says uh, something or if that's we, handy. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, six seconds, enough time to reach up, push a button and completely dump their call and right. uh, get them <laughs> to jump the across the room. And yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's quite on hand. Like being, being a board op, you need to be, you need to be an octopus, you know, oh, with, with how many, with how many buttons and switches and stuff that are everywhere. Um, but, uh. Yeah, there there hasn't really been that big of an issue with anybody, per se. Well, next time you come on, you're uh, we want the goods. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make a make a list. Yeah. Yeah, like top ten. Well, or top five. You know. Okay. Well, I'll give you one right now. The, the uh, um, there there's this one guy. Uh, not not that we we would cut him off. He he calls. He, or he used to call quite often. I'm actually kind of worried about him now. Um, his his <laughs> oh, name? No, no. <laughs> he's uh, Eddie from Pennsylvania, from Erie, PA. 
And oh, that makes he, sense. He he used to call all the time and ask Doctor Ray about primal screaming. What? Whoa. Yeah. And Is that like he's, to... it's I don't it's something some kind of psychology thing. Um I'm not entirely sure what it is, but he he used to call like all the time about it. Just he's he's gone on the show screen. several times. I mean, he's harmless, but um he he kind of he kind of became this epic figure between me and Andrew, the uh, <laughs> producer. And uh does he do yeah. the primal screaming on air? No, no. He just <laughs> like, he just has awesome. questions. He just has questions about it. Like, is it um, a, a, a viable thing? I don't know too much about it, honestly. Like but in games or in real life? Probably real life. Yeah, probably <laughs> real life. Yeah. There's there's all kind of these obscure <laughs> spiritual practices that people try to dig into or get attention for. That yeah, it's just odd. Well, yeah. I, I read a thing about that. Uh, that in in prehistoric times people would resolve stress by like screaming or like feasting on the animal that nearly ate them or things like that and we don't really have practices like that sounds like just a weekend in you know the the swamp you know just a good weekend yeah Yeah. it's like maybe you don't still do that but you have to go out in the woods and scream now i know there's no woods nearby it was saying like we carry around all this stress because we never like release it the way because it's it's like socially unacceptable now so maybe this guy's on to something i know a guy used to tell me one of his mentors used to tell him that uh the idiom is impression without expression leads to depression Mm. Mm. so yeah it sounds cool for yeah, constantly, <laughs> constantly receiving, this, but it sounds pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Constantly receiving, you know, stressors, and you don't actually find a way to, you know, use yeah. an outlet. Then that's what makes people snap. Right. So if if it takes somebody screaming at the top of their lungs in the woods, go ahead. We're gonna have to get Eddie from Erie as a guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather him be from Erie, Indiana, than Erie, Pennsylvania. You know, just because that fits better with my whole '90s childhood experience. Wasn't uh, oh, you know what I thought? Of? The movie that thing you do. Uh huh. Tom Hanks. They're, they're from Erie, PA. Tyler. Really? Yeah. There's like one scene where he's like messing with somebody. He's like, "I'm from Erie, PA." Gotta watch out. Shit, don't mess with this guy. He's gonna scream at you primally. <laughs> Eric's like, I never expected this to continue. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't yeah, I didn't think the conversation was gonna go here. <laughs> don't, didn't, when do I get to talk about video games? Yeah. <laughs> right, I'd, rather, so the, I'd rather talk about Dr. Ray, you know. Yeah. So the, so the title of your show is RPG. Do you have specific genre of games that you personally like? Versus ones that you want to host or feature on your show. Yeah, um, I'm. I, I specifically love playing RPGs. Um, that's, of course, why I chose the title. But I, I, I really love all different kinds of games, um, except fighting games. I'm, I'm horrible at fighting games. Oh, I, I feel your pain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, Cody like my, knows. <laughs> like when I got true. my Nintendo Classic, um, my my wife and I were <laughs> were playing Street Fighter. And she would just play Chun Li and just keep mm-hmm. keep doing the kick move. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, button mashers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now there's a, there's a difference in in being good at those fighting games mm-hmm. and uh, just doing the same move over and over again because you get the other person trapped with it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, maybe you're not too bad at them. So we <laughs> we had that. Trapped. My right. cousin had Tekken two. And uh, oh, wow. what was the character? It was like a little dinosaur. 
Is that where you could choose oh, from like a oh, hundred different characters? Yeah, he had like a little tailspin move that if you started it, you couldn't stop it. Yeah. So annoying. <laughs> he also had a fart move, which is weird. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, oh. Wow, Tekken is weird, man. I was it just is. Like, <laughs> Another if really good one, uh, Primal Rage. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's fitting in the Didn't, theme. They just made a movie. <laughs> I think they just or released no, a movie. No, that was that was Rampage. That Rampage. Was Rampage. Oh, okay, Rampage. Yeah. Which yeah, was Primal Primal Rage was a fighting game. game. <laughs> yeah, and Rampage was the one where you just destroy, destroy the city destroy the and stuff. Yeah. Right, right. Which the okay. movie didn't really take that approach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah video game adaptations in the movies are. Uh, so yeah. what? What's the best? What do y'all say is the best video game adaptation to a movie? <laughs> well, oh. now, do you mean best, or do you mean the one I enjoy the most? <laughs> right, yeah. Because if both. it's enjoyed the most, then it's Super Mario Brothers oh. the movie. With no. the Mortal Kombat. Yes. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say Super Mario how... Brothers, the, the TV cartoon show. No, no, no. no the, the, the movie with Bob Hoskins and yeah. uh, um, Leguizamo. I almost said... Oh, no. yeah, I was going to say Leguizamo, but I thought I was saying Spawn. The Spawn movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was so terrible. I know, <laughs> but it's so cool. Oh, the goop... And the oh yeah. no, it, it's it's a horrible movie. Absolutely, I will say that. But I love it. <laughs> yeah. And like, and Yoshi wasn't even Yoshi. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, I was thinking Mortal Kombat was probably my favorite one. Oh yeah, yeah. Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat was horrible as well. It but it's yeah. so bad. But it, but it had David Carradine as Raiden, right? Yeah. Was, was, was it the mid nineties? Was just a genre of that era. No thanks. <laughs> Um, so not my favorite, but the only one I can think of that was good was Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was great. Even though it was kind of different from the actual game. Uh, actually, there's a question I want to ask you: Have you been keeping up? They're going to remake it. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've seen a lot of the footage for it. I don't think I'll shell out the hundred fifty dollars for the <laughs> for the for the what is it the uh, well I've heard is three special. three different games. Yeah, they, they split it up because the game is huge. The yeah. game is gigantic, and to to upscale it, completely completely revamp the gameplay and stuff. It just and it looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm actually thinking about getting a PS4 just for that. Yeah, yeah. So, what is Resident Evil's not your favorite adaptation, or is uh, that like a no, chicken and the egg kind Resident, of thing? Resident Evil made me mad <laughs> so so mad like you're gonna the, like him when he's mad the, folks yeah the, <laughs> the first one i thought was all right i was i think oh, when did that come out i was i was a lot younger i think it was in middle school maybe um and i, and I liked it because i was like oh cool one of my favorite video games is a movie yeah. um and then two was all right because i had the nemesis <coughs> in it. but then the third movie just like completely like before he even seen the movie, um, my my dad and my stepmom at the time, uh, we went to uh, Universal Studios in California, and one of the guys who plays one of the super zombies in the third movie was one of the actors in the Water World um, uh, live action thing at the park there. Oh wow. Um, so like I got to I got to meet him and talk to him and stuff and he was like, yeah the movie was great and all this stuff and I was excited because I hadn't seen the movie yet and then I saw it and I'm like, wow that was <laughs> terrible <laughs> and like it didn't it, uh, 
<laughs> I'm lost for words. The the movie series has has taken way too many liberties. I think mm-hmm. with the source yeah. material, they they just kind of made their own thing. They didn't use mm-hmm. a lot of the source material, like a lot of the the characters from the game. That's what I was looking for. Like, not not a uh, like movie rehash of the game itself, but taking these characters that I love and seeing more about them, you know. Right. I the thing I didn't like about it, I just like straight up zombies. I don't like you know <laughs> transformer zombies or you know like mashups <laughs> of insects and zombies. I just want zombies. Right. <coughs> See, I I like the different different kinds of zombies. I think it's fun. And but it did kind of stick to the games with that or the games adapted to that because there were a bunch of different kinds of zombies in the games. Right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. you play in and you get different different kinds of zombies. You get some that are quicker than others. You get some that have been manipulated or something like yeah. that. And you experimented get zombie dogs. On, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's creepy but they did yeah. i think they did an uh, a, a good job kind of bringing those characters into the movie but i yeah i i would have wanted to learn more about the characters themselves mm. um but i was just gonna say one of the uh <laughs> kind of a joke but one of the uh the the adaptations has did a really good job of not really uh sticking to any of the storyline but really just making it its own red versus blue <laughs> what yeah. Is that the Rock'em Sock'em Red versus Blue? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's from Halo. Uh, yeah. Rooster Teeth. Um, Rooster Teeth. Yeah, Rooster, yeah. Yeah, Rooster Teeth took Halo characters and just made this whole series. Uh, yeah. Several seasons long. Uh, it's, it's like 14 or 15 seasons now. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I stopped watching after 7. Man, I, haven't, I haven't seen them since like season 2. I haven't really been keeping <laughs> up with them. So it was... It was Say it was good up to like six or seven, and then uh-huh. they started bringing in new characters, and it was it a completely different show. Uh-huh. Yeah, it got kind of real. And in about season seven, things got a little more serious. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Sarge is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> For our ancestors. <laughs> oh man. Well, wow. I, I, I even know what words y'all are saying anymore. <laughs> Speaking of Halo, not to jump topics, but y'all saw the the Tesla Cybertruck? Yes. Yeah. And all the memes comparing it to the Warthog? Yes. Yeah. But now that you mentioned it, wow. Or it's like, like, uh, oh, when your computer, you don't have uh, high definition graphics on your computer, kind of Mm -hmm. comparison thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When you have low poly count on or something like that. I saw one. It was like Elon ran out of it, ran out of ideas, so he went back home and pulled his. drawing off his mom's wrist <laughs> yes <laughs> yes uh, it reminded me of like the classic tron where everything was just kind of planes together speaking of tron was a good movie out of a game yeah there you yeah. go yeah the original or the remake the remake oh, okay. i like yeah, i haven't both. seen the remake yet or it's the good. original it's actually good. so i have no idea <laughs> yeah that's good cool. the uh, my whole law school experience when I remember anything from law school, it's got the Daft Punk Tron Legacy soundtrack going in the background because <laughs> that's what I, that's what I listen to the whole time. 
playing. Beautiful, beautiful, just beautiful. So whenever you get stuck on a case, you put the soundtrack on. Yeah, like this is <laughs> we're taking it to the next level, guys. There you oh go. man. <laughs> so, not to not to move away from this, but have you guys ever? I wanted to ask this question because I'm kind of. I have to say I'm kind of geeking out a little bit just to be here on on this show, and it's like I I mentioned before we started recording that I like just found this show like a month ago, um, after I moved to Saginaw and you know I have my two hour drive to Ann Arbor. Oh like, yeah, perfect. So I'm like, oh, I need something to listen to, and I just looking up Catholic stuff, and you guys' show popped up, and I was like, oh, I'll check it out, and yeah. I'd, I, I loved it. I, I fell in love with it. I like how you guys were talking about Marvel, pretty much the yeah <laughs> the first. And I was Which like, means I now um, have nothing to contribute now. That we're <laughs> but I, um, I think it was like episode five or something when uh, I I tweeted Scott and I said, you know, oh man, I love you guys' show. It's great. And then Scott offered for me to be on the show, and I thought, oh man. Now I gotta watch all these Marvel movies to kind of because <laughs> that's I all these guys talk I, about. Uh, <laughs> I haven't watched Infinity War. I haven't watched Endgame, so I, I can at least thank oh, you guys dude. as well for uh, me catching up on all this stuff. But uh, awesome! <laughs> well, you spoiled go. it all for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I made sure because uh, I think it was up to the episode where before you talked about Endgame. So okay. I, I was like, okay, I gotta watch I gotta watch the movies first <laughs> before I listen to the next podcast. So um, so I got uh, my mom got uh, Disney Plus. So I was oh, like, sweet. Yeah. Perfect. And then oh, I don't yeah. I don't mention the Mandalorian because we'll get sidetracked. We um, will still get sidetracked. <laughs> so good. I haven't haven't started yet. Did somebody so. just say baby, baby Yoda? Baby I think Yoda. somebody just said baby Yoda. Yes. <laughs> uh, my little girl cries. She literally cries every time she sees Baby Yoda on the screen. Like tears of joy? Yeah, she's, she's just like, this is, okay, perfect reenactment about to happen. She's like, he's just so cute. I don't know what I'm doing. She, like every time she sees Baby Yoda, the tears like jump out of her eyes like that. Like the lizards that spit blood from their eyes, but yeah, obviously it's not. <laughs> wow, what a what a connection! <laughs> it's a very visceral reaction going. Oh, wow, he he's not a baby though, right? Like it, like I know it's not Yoda, he's technically but it's, 50 he's fifty years, years old. Right, yeah, okay. he's fifty years old. He's he's a baby in his race, technically. Yeah. Um, so like, is he baby like, like in his mannerisms? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, he's oh, that's awesome. So cute. He is super cute. cute. Yeah. But anyway. Does he fight with the, a lightsaber or anything? No. No. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> he <laughs> may have lifted up a giant rhinoceros monster into the air, but yeah. you know. may or may not have done so, yeah. <laughs> now they're confirmed. Spoilers. Slow down. Slow down. But yeah, um, Eric, you bring up a good point. Um, you can hit us up at at Nerds Catholic. Is that right, guys? At Nerds hey, Catholic on Twitter. Question, Scott? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody ought to know the answer to this question. <laughs> Somebody should know. On what? Everybody. On Twitter. Twitter. On Twitter? Check. All right. <laughs> and then Eric, if y'all want to, uh, Eric's at RPG Catholic. Right, yeah. Eric? Correct. Cool. And again, his YouTube channel is Press C to start. Yep. And we'll, and we'll provide links in the show notes and all that stuff. Yeah. Which, can we jump back to that real quick? To what? 
to to so I, I like I said I watched your is this, review is this more of, Baby Yoda? Uh, oh, okay, good. <laughs> no, no, I watched your uh, Eric's review of Breath of the Wild, and um, like I'm I'm really curious to to hear more. How fast are you working on these episodes? As far as like uh, these, these Catholic reviews, um, right? Yeah. I, I, Feed I me. <laughs> oh, I I wish I had more time. Honestly, yeah. I wish I what I want to do is I don't know if I could bring myself to do this or not. But I, I would love to start a Patreon and just set it up to be like, hey, pay for me to stay home from work for a day to work on stuff. But uh, <laughs> You absolutely should start a Patreon. Yeah. Um, but I'm currently, uh, in, in terms of reviews, I'm, I'm, I just finished my script for um, Stardew Valley, mm-hmm. um, which is, um, not to spoil the review too much, a great game. But has some problematic um, spiritual stuff in it. Gotcha. Yeah, and it, I'm so so sad that <laughs> these things are in there. I mean, it's it's a conundrum because the negative negative spiritual things in there you don't necessarily they're not like a main part of the game. Can you so, give us like a little? teaser about like what what's uh what's one of the negative components yeah the um one one of the uh things in the game is it's it's a farm life simulator so if you're familiar with um harvest moon series at all um it's kind of like that um the producer of the or the the creator of the game really drew a lot of influence from that um so one of the things you could do is you can get married in the game you can have kids um, nothing explicit. It's very, it's mm. under PG uh, with that. Um, Is this a coven, a covenantal marriage that we're talking about? It's, here? <laughs> uh, well, um, there's twelve um, bachelor or six bachelors and six bachelorettes, and they're all available to you for whoever, whatever gender you are. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, the biggest my biggest thing is there's a point in the game where there's there's a uh, one of the side quests there's a uh, a witch in the game you have to go in there to get a key for somebody and when you get in there there's these three things called dark shrines oh boy one let me let me see if i can that sounds so not problematic oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so what could go wrong (laughs) yeah i'm I'm bringing up my review here uh this here there's the dark shrine of terror um which um will just turn off uh, it will toggle on and off monsters attacking your farm so if that's something that's not that big a deal but other than the name Mm -hmm. um do you have to and use like a Ouija, like a virtual Ouija board or something for? No, it's one like the- it's like you have to you have to take these items to the shrine. And you just like kind of give it to it, and it, it changes these things. Um, the second shrine is the dark shrine of memory, which if you if you get married and then you get divorced, oh. um, you can completely erase your ex spouse's memory so you could remarry them again. Oh. So, so wow. com- completely I mean, subverting seems... someone's free will. I um, mean, but you know, you're saving marriages, right? Yeah. You know, or what if it backfires and they walk away? Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, and then the the last sounds one, like fifty first dates. <laughs> the the last one though <laughs> is is I think the most 
the most heinous. Um, oh, it's no. the the dark shrine of selfishness. This is where if if you have children with someone, um, oh no, oh no, the is this like how you get the soul stone and yeah, oh, essentially yeah you 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 give um, the shrine uh, one of the most expensive items in the game, and it it turns your children into doves so you don't have them at your house anymore. Wow, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm like, uh, guess at least you're not sacrificing your children to Baal or Baal, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Baal, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So it's like it, you don't have to do these things, um, but it's it, it's kind of creepy that they're there. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's freaky. Yeah, that's pretty explicit. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And that not only, I mean, you you can get divorced in the game. You can. Um, um, other things that have escaped me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Flash the men in black, forget uh, yeah. Rod. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm still. Uh, I have to go over my my script again. It's just the first draft at this what, moment. What's the name of this game again? It's uh, Stardew Valley. Like star, like like the it'll come down like the dewfall. Yeah, S T A R D E W. I got you. Yeah. See how I made but that Eucharistic just there? So instead of Mountain Dew, it's Star Dew. Yeah. It's um, probably a worse like, drink for you. But yeah. I, I see, but I, what I saw in the game was that there there was at least this attempt to put a sort of um, uh, theology into it because there's um, uh, a, a god per se named Yoba. And it has there. There's a book in there with some text, which is very. Um, um, is there a baby Yoba? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no. Yoba backwards is a boy. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm, that you sacrifice on the altar. I'm gonna have to rewrite my script now. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, it, it's like like a lot of things with Yoba kind of parallel a little bit of Christianity and Judaism. Um, there's its symbol looks very cross like. Um, the it has a Genesis kind of story behind it, but there's not really much to Yoba other than flavor text, which is kind of unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, is there it, is there a game out there that has like a really good rich like a rich theology or background oh, mythology or why why yes I see what you're doing there <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing honestly <laughs> oh, no, I, th- I thought you were segueing into Le- the Legend of Zelda oh yeah, the, hey. the reason why we we uh, or you got me on the show sweet yeah let's do that that's yeah. not what I I didn't even know I was doing that. <laughs> segway. Wow. It's, it's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Holy Spirit segway. There you go. <laughs> but yeah. Wait, I, I, just, I just had an image of the Holy Spirit riding in on a segway. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Is it the form of a dove? Or what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, form of a dove. Yeah. <laughs> tongue, of, tongue of flame on a segway. Dove. <laughs> and the dove segway is someone's dove. children <laughs> the, from yeah. that temple. That, I, I can imagine. I, I'm have this image in my head with the with the dove and the segway but it's like 
kind of like it's jumping and it's got like fire behind it and stuff and the <laughs> the dove's like wearing sunglasses yep. and, yep, and the, you put sunglasses. that on a t-shirt and the holy spirit segue <coughs> as the as the title card on that oh man Done. can you put that oh. on our online store like yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna see what i can do Excellent. i know i know kind of how to do photoshop <laughs> so does the president yeah <laughs> yes i saw that <laughs> what? I, I don't think he does those himself <laughs> no he painted oh, that well, what himself. is he what is he really saying i mean uh uh, uh <laughs> that, I, uh, my tweet uh, response to the Rocky Four, uh, Trump as like, uh, I don't know if it's Rocky Three or Rocky Four, you know, but it's like his face on Stallone's body. I was yeah. like, you know, I, I don't actually think that's Photoshop. I think that's real. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Just kidding. Let's get to Have Zelda. Have you ever seen him without okay, yeah, suit anyway. on? Anyway, so uh, as you were segueing, uh, I... I really love the legend of zelda for its very rich theology it's um it, it each game is almost like a book of the bible kind of like you got um uh skyward sword which is like genesis which in um i don't know if you've seen the zelda timeline uh that nintendo put out definitely looking it up right now yeah, yeah same thing. <laughs> Wow, I can hear clicking click, click, too. Click. <laughs> I know, everybody's looking at click, click, click. They weren't lying. They're yeah, really and there, there's a bunch of like fan made timelines as well. Um, let's see here, where are you? It's like the team, the Bible timeline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost. But like Skyward Sword is up there at the top. Um, that's that's like the Genesis story because it it brings in how the how the world was created. Um, uh, how Zelda is actually the rein, uh, reincarnation, not reincarnation, um, the uh, oh, word. Like uh, John the Baptist is to Elijah kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Um, like or no, because Zelda, Zelda is the goddess Hylia. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm oh, it's like an avatar a, or something? Uh, or in- incarnation? Incarnation, that's the word. Thank you. Um, so Zelda is actually an incarnation of Hylia, who's the one of the goddesses of this universe. Um, <coughs> Demise is the major demon who, who started this whole conflict with the world, um, who every installment of each game... <coughs> excuse me. Um, he's, he's reincarnated as, uh, as Ganon. Um, or resur- mm. not resurrected, but... He just keeps coming back through the end of time. He's destined to fight the hero of courage. Um, and Link always represents the the everyday man, the saint. I would even argue, who who's uh, always there to fight, um, to with the help of the goddess, be thrust into fighting evil. Pick up his father's sword. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, and then you got like Wind Waker, which is a very uh, it's, it's a flood story essentially because the world gets flooded because of Ganon, um, right. and everybody's uh, moves to the mountaintops and stuff. Um, let's see here. I had another reference, but I can't remember it. But yeah, it it just feels like almost every story is another like book in the Legend of Zelda Bible, essentially. Hmm. 
I love that. I'm definitely going to... I definitely feel like I lost out a huge swath of my childhood not not getting into Zelda as a kid. Yeah. And, And I love how the Zelda series actually had a Christian beginning to it. Um, if you if you look at the original game, <clears throat> you can see a reference on, on Link's shield is a cross. Um, that was intentional by Nintendo, um, or Shigeru Miyamoto, who created the game. Um, the The Book of Magic in the first game is also was actually called the Bible. Um, wow. Before it was translated because of Nintendo America, who doesn't like to have religious references in their games. Right. And a link to the past as well. There is some uh, concept art of Link kneeling before a crucifix. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. Link is Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like nearby is the is a is a um, the Pieta, um, uh, Mary holding Jesus. Is a Pieta? Like yes. uh, Michelangelo's or just yeah. like a. Yeah, it, it looks kind of like that. I'd have to look up the image again. But Mary looks like a boss because yeah. <laughs> in Michelangelo's Pietà, she's like she is a massive woman. Yeah, <laughs> like feminist yeah, yeah, step to- aside. Mary is the all time. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I just I I don't know. Like I'm not an expert at the whole like lore of of the Legend of Zelda series, but. In my reflections on Breath of the Wild, there's just a lot of really great stuff in that game, specifically. Um, a lot of the focus is on Zelda's struggle with her faith. Like, uh, what was it? Her, she, on her 17th birthday, is told to go to these three, three shrines to the goddess Hylia. Um, the shrine of power, courage, and wisdom. She's supposed to pray to each of those to have her power uh, awakened to her. Um, but she has a really big struggle because she's sp- at least she's been told that she's supposed to hear the goddess's voice. She's supposed to be leading her through all this stuff, but she just doesn't. And so she really pours herself into these um, archaeological. Um, scholarly pursuits and to uh, her father Chagrin who's the king um, she rebels against him Um, she just keeps looking into this ancient technology that's supposed to help help everyone uh, when Ganon returns because he's uh, prophesied to return to come back to destroy everything so she just pours herself into into all these material pursuits getting these giant robots ready to fight Ganon when he comes back <coughs> mm-hmm. then Ganon comes back and Ganon takes over all the robots and destroys everything anyway like he, he uh. corrupts everything that she worked so hard to protect everyone with and in, in her own pride she did this too um, that that's a great um, representation of evil that it cannot create; it can only corrupt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> it, was, it was very interesting. I mean, uh, kind of if we look at kind of the different things that we're we're trying to prepare prepare for the the end times. You know, you, 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 we're like let's prepare our hearts, prepare 
figure out how we're going to fight the end times. But uh, in the end, we just we need to look more at at a character like Link, in that we just have to be men and women of action, mm-hmm. um, rather than trying to prepare by looking looking to the past. Yeah, and, and it sounds like you're—it's uh, kind of a Tower of Babel story that we 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 think by technology, by innovation, that that's ultimately what's going to defeat evil or create a utopia here on Earth. Yeah. But it's it's not. That's making ourselves godlike with technology is not the way to accomplish that. Yeah, <coughs> and it wasn't until and and. Zelda learns this the hard way too, obviously because everything's corrupted. Her and Link are like driven to the edge of the kingdom. Everyone's killed and it, everything's destroyed, and she's she, uh, Link is terribly, terribly hurt. Uh, and in this last second, when before they get killed, Zelda stands up to sacrifice herself, and that's when her powers are manifest in that selflessness giving of herself that she finally realizes you know what what it what this all means what it what it means to put her you know herself before like or not um i'm losing my wording here or yeah just just putting herself before others um putting trust in not her own power because um, her, her powers then become manifest in there. Um, bah. Is there like an element of with with Zelda like redemptive suffering? Yeah, yeah. Because she she then after she saves Link, he's he's too uh, badly injured that he has to be taken to the Shrine of Resurrection. Which then after after she's um, uh, told some people to take him there. She then sacrifices herself by sealing Ganon within Hyrule's castle mm-hmm. for 100 years until Link is fully, fully healed, and that's when the game starts. It actually starts 100 years later. Huh. Huh. So that redemptive sacrifice of giving herself up to sealing darkness away when her power is slowly being uh, degenerated, she's She's not. She couldn't do this in, indefinitely, but hoping that you know, once Link comes back from the shrine, the resurrection, that not, I mean, not only does he lose his memory, but she's hoping that he has enough time to do all his stuff, get all his memory backs, and or get all his memory back, and you know, take out Ganon. Hmm. So, listening. It just it makes me want to like I don't know did, did somebody maybe compose all of the cutscenes from all the Zelda games oh, into yeah. like one giant movie? Oh yeah, yeah. Or do you mean just the the uh, Breath of the Wild itself, or do you mean like all the games? All the games. Oh, I don't know about that. That would be fun. Yeah, I, I, I know you could easily go on YouTube and find all, every cutscene for every game. I'll say you're going all the way back to the. Uh the Game Boy and the Nintendo versions. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so I want I I would really love to go through each game to pick out more of these things. Um, 
so I got I got Majora's Mask too, which really I, I think I read somewhere it has a lot of, is not so much about theo- theology, but more about psychology. And mm-hmm. um, uh, what's that? Yeah, and then uh, getting through Wind Waker too, because that one I just want to play that one because that one looks awesome. But. So the very first uh, Legend of Zelda game, where does that begin in the uh, timeline? In the timeline, uh, yeah, let me bring it up. It's the very first. It's it actually ends. Um, it's like the middle of the Fallen timeline. Oh, I gotta get a better picture here. Ah, internet. <laughs> this, but uh, the well, what happens in in the Zelda timeline? There, there's like, it looks like four games, and then in Ocarina of Time, because of Link going forward and backwards in time, and actually split the timeline into three. There's one where the the hero of time was defeated, um, and that's where the oh, original yeah. Zelda's timeline is. There's the one where the hero was successful and he um uh you know defeated ganon some other games were started there and another one i, I can't see it because i can't get a big enough <laughs> this picture. is this is like the lost timeline you have yeah. the <laughs> where you have jack with a beard <laughs> yeah <one time. laughs> jack without a beard in the other timeline yeah and man is it it uh yeah it, it's really it's kind of convoluted because everybody was pressuring Nintendo to come out with the timeline and make a coherent thing out of the series, but it, it's not—it's not perfect for what it is. But mm-hmm. you know, it's—it's it's cool, I guess. God, the Heroes Defeated timeline branches into three more. Hero arrives late, does not arrive, yep. arrives early. Yep. <laughs> uh, for for those listening. Don't worry, I'm going to provide a link to this image in the show notes. <coughs> so, so you can be as confused as I am. Yeah. And, and then uh, make sure to look for the official Nintendo one, because there's so many fan-made ones where uh, people even put in the uh, the CDI games, which are horrible mm-hmm. and yeah. are part of the canon. I may need your help to... I'm, I'm looking at one uh, created by Joe Steve, 1914. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> That's not Nintendo's. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up later. But, but yeah. Excellent. So, um, before... Um, I definitely do want to dig into more um, video games, but before I forget... I um, definitely want to mention we haven't really done this before on Catholic Nerds, and you know I f- feel bad for not having done it before. But uh, prayer requests, um, I, we especially want to uh, lift up in prayer uh, Eric's daughter uh, Olivia Renee, right, Eric? Yes, correct. Uh, who's going to be who's well who's about to have her birthday December tenth, and then uh, I guess sometime in the following month is going to have heart surgery. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, she's got a. Uh, I forget the technical term of it, but there's a little hole in the the wall of the ventricles of her heart that everybody, when they're born, has to regulate the blood pressure in their body, but it normally seals up over time. But hers hasn't, so they need to perform open heart surgery to close that up. 
So we, again, please pray for Olivia Renee Dumont. Um, Eric, are there any special patron saints um, that you uh, would like us um, to to um, bug for you? Right. <laughs> Maybe not a patron saint, but uh, I, I, what what's beautiful for me is that my daughter was actually baptized on Divine Mercy Sunday. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, definitely. The, the Divine Mercy, Jesus, I trust in you. So maybe we could um, say a Divine Mercy chaplet. Uh, what day is that? Uh, is her surgery happening? It's going to be the 24th of January if it doesn't okay. get changed in that time. Wow, so that's like just a day or so after March for life, right? Yeah, yeah. So which we'll be saying Divine Mercy, the whole country will be saying Divine Mercy Chaplet right around there anyway. So that'll right. be perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so you get so she's taken care of. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like I'm not worried in the sake of um that I know everything's gonna be okay. Like I know whatever happens, I uh, it, it's it's such a common surgery. I, I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about like her reaction to all this and stuff because yeah. mm-hmm. the last couple times we had to go to the cardiologist she's just in an uproar you oh, know it's, yeah. it, she doesn't know what's going on and right. and all that stuff so it's it's yeah it's it's oh it's scary to think about that and well yeah speaking of the pieta and seeing your child you know in a, a hard state like that i remember yeah. we just you know just any kind of uh, just a general anesthesia. We had to take my little boy. He uh, apparently had been eating too many apples, <laughs> and How do that did apple not a day keep... keeps the doctor. Oh, wait, this wait, brought seven the... apples a day. <laughs> the, ex- <laughs> the, <doctor's> <laughs> the exact opposite happened to us. Oh no! <laughs> and he had cavities from eating too many apples. Oh! But we had to put him under general anesthesia, and just you know that that little boy, you know, under. You know, anesthesia like that is just so they're just so precious when they're yeah. like oh, yeah. that so yeah so we'll definitely pray uh for olivia thank you and your whole family what's uh what's your wife's name uh renee oh okay that that yeah. must be why so so she, so olivia's <laughs> named after some other random renee right yeah it's like the the name renee has kind of been passed uh down to women in my wife's side of the family so whether yeah. it's first name or middle name to my wife just really liked the name Olivia, so that's why she gave her the middle name Renee. Hmm. My my wife, um, <laughs> I ask every time, four times now, even even with the girls, you know, can can I have a Scott Smith the third? And uh, <laughs> it's it's not happening. <laughs> oh, I I know the struggle. <laughs> it's like I feel like every time I come up with the boy name that I like, uh, I've gone through Michael, Christopher, Theodore. And my wife's at, at some point will be like, "Oh, that's great," and then then she'll be like, "Oh, I don't like it anymore. It's too common." Oh. <laughs> and, uh, I love her, but it's like pulling teeth yeah. <laughs> with baby my names. My wife won't let me name our kid Athanasius. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then maybe a Nazianzus or something. A Nazianzus. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounds a little nauseous, which could be a problem. <laughs> So okay, what's um so favorite uh, video game? Are you is it Zelda? Is it <coughs> Resident Evil? <coughs> Excuse me, I have a little evil in my throat. <coughs> we're, 
we'll pray a deliverance prayer as well from yeah. people in Scott's throat. Exercise this <laughs> thing out of me. Nice. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, I guess the, my favorite game right now, because I'm like playing like five different things. Um, I got Breath of the Fire or Breath of Breath of Fire on Switch, which is a Super Nintendo game. I'm also playing The Last of Us on my PlayStation 3, playing oh, Mario RPG, that? which I'll say Mario RPG is probably my favorite game of all time. Um, oh. Just because it is Nintendo and Square back when before Square was Squaresoft, and oh, it's just a beautiful game, and that's why I'm doing a Let's Play series on it. Um, now, The Last of Us, that's the one with um, Norman Reedus, right? Uh, like a Walking Dead thing? Yeah, it's kind of like Walking Dead, yeah. Um, but it's instead of a instead of a virus, it's a fungus. Nice. Right. So there's a fungus among us. Um, uh, <laughs> <nice>. Dad joke. Uh. <laughs> um, Love it. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool so far. But yeah, uh, zombie survival game. But it's um, it's very linear. So it's it's kind of like you know you just get from point A to point B. And but I, I love stories like that as well. Um, very high action. Um, it's really cool with the um, uh, the uh, survivor mechanics kind of thing, where there's like limited materials and bullets and things, so you have to really think smart in each situation you get in with the zombies, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just really cool. Gotcha. So what's the what's the best Catholic reference in a um, in a video game? Um. To put you on the spot, of course. Right, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> um, um, I can't think of any in a video game, per se. But I think... Uh, Is there ever I, an I opportunity I'll, I'll where you could be, like, JP2 killing zombies? Because that, to me, <laughs> that seems <would> rock. like... That's <laughs> like the ultimate video game. Right, yeah. But the uh, no, the my, video game my, I was thinking of with Norman Reedus is uh, Death Stranding. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta, yeah. I gotta get that. It, it, but like I gotta be get a PlayStation a Four. Fetus across, uh, like he's protecting the, the, this this unborn infant inside of this, wow. this tube, trying to continue human survival. Oh yeah, and so that's I'm a, like really yeah, interested. How in could this game. how could a clump of cells continue human survival? I don't get it. What well, worse could it, there it be to an unborn? Sometimes Hollywood <laughs> and these game developers like have these little little nuggets of like truth that. Most people don't really think about, you know. You're so close. You're right yeah. there, <laughs> and yet you give all these millions to Planned Parenthood. No, oh, uh, yeah. But anyway, anyway, to go back before I lose my train of thought, my favorite of all time Catholic reference in any media is the Uncanny X-Men, the 1990s cartoon. Yes, Wolverine yes. praying, like it praying in a church. The, what, like the, was that the Nightcrawler episode? Yeah, yeah the, the Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler episode. episode. Yeah, oh, man. I I just watched that because it's all free on Disney Plus, and yeah, I don't have to pay for right. it on Prime. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but man, I I I didn't expect to just watch X Men one day and just start crying. You know, it was it was so beautiful. I was like, wow, can you, can you believe that's in there? Because yeah, that's where he's he's like, I don't believe in all your god stuff, and then yeah. he like. <laughs> And then he comes around, comes full circle, yeah. right? Yeah, and just that, that image yeah. of this super hardened dude who has, like, the worst anger complex. <laughs> and, yes. And, and kneeling there in front of the Eucharist. Yeah. That's so crazy, because then Hugh Jackman does the same thing in Les Mis. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Uh, yeah, no, he, and I'm pretty sure, if I'm remembering correctly, he's he's basically praying about like the brokenness, like his own brokenness, um, and and kind of asking for some help through that. Yeah, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, yeah, it's been it's been so yeah, long, so really, I don't know the reference, but yeah, it was and, it was just really kind of a powerful moment. Yeah, and he is probably the most broken, you know, literal per literal person in any you know fictional series <laughs> he's been broken yeah. so many times you know his bones right re- he's been broken re-grow. so many times but, yeah. but the, next, next to deadpool fact, i guess but oh next to deadpool yeah <laughs> but and he's ancient the fact that, that's what i was gonna say like no one really knows how old wolverine is right because because of his, gener- his regeneration like they can't place a time stamp on him right now there are some more origin stories um, that kind of date him in the 1800s. Uh, some of them, I, I think, early 1800s. Um, but it, like, and and so being around so much longer than a lot of his peers, you know, losing people over and over and over and over again, you know, and it's just kind of, gosh, yeah, just one of the most broken characters. Yeah, and you mean like the the comic book references too, right? Yeah, comic book references. Yeah. Not the, not the horrible reference. origins movie. No, not the horrible origins. Okay, movie. good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, just no. But uh, but no, like he, his his origins go back so far. Um, It'd be cool if like, his wow. entire memory regenerated at some point. So he's actually he was actually like a Roman centurion at the crucifixion or something like that. <laughs> cursed cursed to live forever and walk the earth, you know. Well, what happened? I, I haven't seen Old Man Logan or Logan the movie or the movie of it. Nor do I know oh. much about the Old Man Wolverine. Um, but like, there, there's some point where he does get old. So, is yes, it he does was it because his regenerated regeneration stopped working, or it it does slow down um, because he's just getting so old that his his cells are <coughs> starting to to die. He started eating okay. too much GMO foods and. <laughs> MSG. Thing, yeah, <laughs> right. It's just our our uh, society, our our environment is killing him, just like it's killing the earth. You know, ah. yeah, that's how it is. But now, um, but with the the Logan movie, like there there are different theories that he can still come back, that he's not actually dead. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, whoever is in comics, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. In terms um, of Hugh Jackman playing the character. In terms yeah. of Hugh Jackman being the character, he, he did he say like, the only time he would come back is if he ended up on, uh, with the Avengers, and so right. there is like a slight possibility, but I'm not banking on it. Well, uh, we felt so comfortable with Spider-Man end. though. So, oh, yeah. look where, where he's game. gone now. Um, we we need to didn't happen in Endgame. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> we need to share that video that Cody. Well, I guess Mary showed Cody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cody, you want to describe that? I'll put it in. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Yeah, it's pretty great. He's saying describe it. Uh, so basically, that, at the end of the yeah, that's right. game, whenever the portals start opening, Doctor Strange says, "Is that it?" And everybody's like, "You need more." Uh, and then all of a sudden, out walks Wolverine. Yeah. And then, Which is what Cody was praying. That, would yeah, I really was in the real movie. Yeah. Uh, 
because I mean, if if you read the comics, whenever the Avengers uh, took on Thanos, Wolverine was one of the main characters, and the I believe the only character actually land a hit on Thanos, mm. right? And so it was like, <laughs> and then they like took it. away took away all his bones or something like that. Pretty much, it was like yeah. a Wolverine sleeve. Yeah, it, it was pretty bad. <laughs> Brutal. It was just kind of rude. <laughs> yeah. um, but then after Wolverine appeared, the rest of the X Men appeared, and then. Other Marvels, uh, so the Defenders, and you, you, you got uh, Luke Cage, Flash, and uh, all the other ones, uh, Jessica Jones, and a bunch of people just showing up, and all of a sudden, you get the Justice League, and you get... <laughs> well, all of a sudden, you hear, Shazam! Shazam! <laughs> and the wait. Justice League, and then it's like, wait, 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 no, why, wait, DC, wait, uh, and then it continues on, and all of a sudden, you see Harrison Ford three times, <laughs> and, you see and then Rambo Will Smith twice, and Rambo's there, and, and the guys it, from Pawn Stars. It just keeps all the James Bonds, all the James Bonds, and it just keeps <laughs> going and going and going and going, and then Bruce it's Lee like shows up. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's hilarious. Oh, uh, I have to watch this now. It is yeah, so funny. It it was it was so funny. It, it, it's it's fantastic and, and yeah. Cody's and, watching it. And he's like, yes, yes. Wait, wait. What? No, stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. stop. What? <laughs> and I was like, there's four minutes left. <laughs> They're nowhere near done. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It's funny though. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. We have. Um, Pass an hour. I know it felt like no time had passed at all because we were I having know. so much fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the curse. <laughs> of what? We didn't even do fun. what you're reading. We didn't. Oh, yeah. Uh, we didn't do that. Let's do it. Okay. Who cares about what an hour? You're reading. <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Go you ahead. go. You, you, yeah. Guess okay. first. Well, mine, mine's not surprising, but in, <laughs> in doing a lot of research, I actually found someone who wrote a book on the theology of the Legend of Zelda. Whoa! Nice. Yeah. And I, I'm only Thank like, like I only found this like a week ago, so I'm only like five or like ten pages in. Um, but it is called, if I can get my Kindle working, "The Legend of Zelda and Theology" by nice. Jonathan Walls. But I guess I mean, it's I guess it's more of a essay. Like uh, yes. compilation of a bunch of different authors, um, and it, I think it's it's uh, more Protestant, of course, than Catholic. So I, I guess I would take that with a grain of salt if you're looking it up. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, so far it seems pretty cool. cool. Yeah, we need to have you back on with the walls guy, and it'll yeah. be awesome. <laughs> no, definitely. Uh, if I, or sorry, I, I'm going to get sidetracked again. But if go for it. <laughs> It, I I would love for you guys to look up um, that Catholic gamer dude. Yeah, he, he's, he's my ins- he's my inspiration for he's starting on my Patreon, own YouTube channel. I think I believe so. Yeah, yeah. But he he was totally my inspiration for starting my own channel, um, and I totally give him all the props. He's he's awesome to to uh, not only his let's plays but his his very deep. Like theology and philosophy <coughs> talks about um, gameplay mechanics and things like that, and uh, the Legend of Zelda series as well. He's a couple videos on that. Is is uh, awesome? Was it? Yeah, yeah. It's just really cool. So definitely check him out too. 
Yeah, that sounds awesome. Absolutely. So I've been. Uh, this is may sound too Catholic nerdy, but um, <laughs> I. I've been uh, I've been putting together a new book for the upcoming um, Catholic Men's Conference that we host here in Baton Rouge, and it's um, Pray the Rosary with JP Two. Cool. So I've mm. been taking like you know of the four sets of mysteries, like each uh, individual decade, uh, pretty much every one of them is a feast or a site that. Um, that JP2 visited in his pilgrimage. So there's a whole homily about basically every decade. And I'm just excerpting those so that you've got good nuggets to to read through. Uh, and you can do the whole rosary going through his homilies. And he wrote a really good encyclical on the rosary itself. So it's just, it's just perfect. It right. writes itself. Oh, man. That's there awesome. are very few topics that you can't say. And John Paul II wrote a really cool encyclical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you see his encyclical on the Legend of Zelda? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, maybe there's more topics. Than I would <laughs> <laughs> First, Gary so Owis, and then and then Zelda. Oh yeah, he he pops <laughs> yeah. up everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also, I guess, I also have to mention the Texas Aggies and the brutal beatdown that we Ooh, we had yeah i wasn't gonna bring it up i but know you had to bring up i have the to Aggies, mea culpa so. on that one <laughs> <laughs> but the so, band oh the band so beautiful they tow it up so what are y'all reading um you go first hmm. <laughs> well last night i read a riveting tale of Simba and Nala, Simba in the Pride Lands, uh, but and no, how they wouldn't and, and how they wouldn't go to sleep um, <laughs> for my five-year-old. You will get eaten by hyenas if you don't go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. I'm going to modify the story. Uh, but no, on on my own, I'm also reading um, a few kind of like workbooks, but I'm also reading War of the Realms, uh, which is one of I, it's about annuities and life insurance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, War of the Realms is Marvel's. I, I want to say it's their latest kind of series that they're putting out. Um, basically, where a lot of the the Marvel heroes are <coughs> together fighting against uh, the different evils. Uh, one of the 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 big one being Malachi. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's pretty interesting. Um, you know. Uh, People dying and you know, Loki dies. So Always good story there. hooks. Someone's dead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Adventure no, pursuits. It's, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, you know, a squirrel girl finds her way into it, and uh, a bunch of other like comic book characters are, are in it. It's it's really interesting. A lot of fun. Uh, and uh, of course, um, Thor and Thor. Um, so you got your regular Thor, but then you also have Jane. Thor. Oh um, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. the next movie she's taking up the hammer, right? Yes, she is. That's what I'm hearing, and so I'm kind of excited about it. Um, even though, like, it was kind of one of the big, uh, like, oh no, a female Thor. Well, he, there's tons of Thors if you read any of the comics. There's right. a frog Thor, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. There's Thors of so many different the horses and, yeah. and 
alien beings and yeah so uh, a woman thor that's it's kind of like green lantern it's kind of like green lantern at this point (laughs) right (laughs) or even spider-man i mean it's oh i mean spider-man's more of a multiverse kind of thing but dude i tell you i would have to say that into the multiverse is probably my favorite spider-man movie yes yes agreed it is fantastic i finally Uh, did see that it was awesome Good. <laughs> yeah, I think. Did you? Uh, I picked out someone saying this on a show once, but did you notice how Miles's frame rate of his character looks a little off compared to everybody else? No, uh-uh. like yeah. all the other Spider-Man are running at um, uh, full frame rate, which is like wow. thirty frames per second. Miles is mm-hmm. running at sixteen frames per second up until the end. When he fully takes on the suit, where he runs a twenty-four, that's cool. Mm. That showing now it's another layer of his yeah. um, his growing into being Spider-Man. Huh, that's, that's cool. Really cool. That's cool. Yeah, I remember we talked about how the the original Peter Parker, which I guess isn't Miles, is from Earth six one six. You know, and that and then we we see that as the the. Uh, the rental slot for the brown van and ant-man and right that keeps popping <laughs> up and all the uh revelation uh, connotations that go with that being the number of the beast along with 666 right there's a theory that um the the mural the graffiti mural in spider-man far from home of iron man like the memorial graffiti oh. is like What's his name? In Miles. The, Miles is like the artwork of Miles oh, in that universe. Oh, that's cool, yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's neat. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what uh, Colby, here? what you oh. reading? Oh, oh, and Mary. I didn't mean to skip Mary. This. Oh, that's cool. Um, is Colby not with us? Colby's anymore? no longer oh, with us. Oh, Colby left. Oh, oh. we should pray oh, no. for the repose of his... <laughs> I was I was going there too, but you beat me too. <laughs> nice. Um, I read that an article about how those two guys in London fended off the terrorists <laughs> with, the with a fire narwhal. extinguisher and a Norwal horn. Yeah. Um, oh, wow, I didn't even hear about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, like if they overturn the Second Amendment, Second Amendment, yes, yeah. Second Amendment, we'll still, still have Norwal horns, or some of us will. <laughs> you know, a select few. Well, for now, um, anyway, until they're <laughs> yeah, until they take those two. Um, and yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, Amazon listings for Christmas shopping and <laughs> uh, <laughs> cool stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sorry, I have nothing to to bring to the table today. Did you, I apologize. Did you see? Um, was it Tommy Ty? Um, uh, he's on Twitter. Is at the G is silent. He's like the Catholic hipster guy. And um, uh, okay. he 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 tweeted. I'll read it. Cantor colon. Please stand up for our opening hymn, Gather Us In. Me, holds up narwhal tusk. Canter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, let all mortal flesh keep silence. Me, lowers tusk, nods in approval. <laughs> there are endless possibilities with, you yeah. know. It's like the best headline I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. Uh. Well, let me uh, let me wrap this shindig up, and we really appreciate you, um, Eric, for coming on the show. 
Uh, would you tell us one more time um, your YouTube channel and you know how to follow you and all that sort yeah. of good stuff? Yeah, you can check out my show, Press C to Start on YouTube, and you can follow me on Twitter at RPG Catholic. Awesome. And I'm already doing it, so there. Yeah. Well, I know, because we've been talking. And so, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, good stuff. I, I don't have much to say, but, you know. More yes. like, oh, yeah, my, my next review is being delayed because I'm being lazy. <laughs> Sloth. <laughs> so, thank you uh, for nerding out with us, the Catholic nerds. This is Scott Smith. Mary. And Cody. Eric and the ghost of Colby Allen. Yeah. <laughs> Please, please do subscribe to this podcast and share it with all your friends, Catholic or not. And remember, folks, Catholic does what Nintendo don't, and Protest ain't. Oh <laughs> yes, my nailed, it. God. nailed it! Nailed it! <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs> good night. Okay, bye. <laughs> like, formerly of the Catholic <coughs> podcast. Bum 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 b